Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tightwad Tech, episode 11.5, Buddy Press, for the week of September 9th, 2010. This week, we'll be discussing our recent experiences with WordPress and the BuddyPress set of extensions, specifically at our Tightwad Tech website, but it uh, also is, uh, in my experience, opinion a set of tools that uh, could be beneficial for any group uh, certainly for schools or any nonprofit or any group of people uh in a, a previous episode a couple of uh, a few weeks back we um asked the question how should we best be uh presenting our community what what is the best format and and some people liked the blog format that we have now that you simply post something up there and let people comment others asked for uh forums and some thought that uh we needed to do a facebook style sort of thing and even even facebook itself um i think we have found uh maybe not the perfect but a darn good combination of all of those in buddy press Yes, absolutely. Sean, why don't you give our listeners a quick overview of what BuddyPress is? Well, uh, I, this is my loose uh, estimation of what it is, but it, it's uh, very Facebooky. I mean, it gives you that whole uh, kind of community thing. Uh, you definitely you have your forums, but you have groups, and of course, we've configured it in such a way that users can actually create their own groups and their own forums. So, uh, well, let's talk about that. That's pretty cool. Any yeah. user signed up on our site can create an ad hoc forum or group for anything. Now, let's talk a little bit about forums and groups. Uh, there is a group, which is, just as the name says, a group of people around a certain task. You can send messages to a group. You can join a group, that sort of thing. Um, groups then have forums. You have to have a group before you can have a forum. And be a um, member of a group. Right. Before you can participate so in that forum. That, that part is a little confusing, a little counterintuitive. Uh, but when you think of it in the concept of collaboration and not so much as I want to create a forum, but I want to create a collaboration group and a forum is one of the tools we're going to use, it, it helps simplify the thinking there. Um, yeah, it, it took us a little bit to figure that out because you actually, until you build some content in there, it's kind of hard to see it. Right. And, and we, speaking of which, we've already had a couple of users create forums. I, actually, maybe just one, but, uh, create create yeah. their own forum and 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 create their own group and and go to town and and that's great that's exactly what we want the the idea is that this is not our website but it's your community right and so just to to fill in a little bit about buddy press and how we found out about it um I follow a guy on Twitter by the name of John Becker. He's a professor at a, a university and um, uh, has some interesting things to say sometimes but uh, a little while back he uh he used to have a Ning community, N-I-N-G, uh, and Ning was a, a good uh, free uh, community portal uh, that recently changed their terms of service to be no longer free. Uh, I think they've recently sort of backed off on that and said there is still going to be some freeness involved. Uh, but I think that uh, that John Becker's um, thinking, and I know my thinking, is you, you can't trust him anymore. They've already pulled the plug once. And right. then after uproar said, well, we'll let to have something come back. He didn't trust him anymore. And so he was looking for an alternative that he could host on his own site. I believe personally that it is always better to own your own content, to put things on your own site, to have things in your own place. Now, now somebody else may host that site for you. You may pay GoDaddy or HostMonster or somebody else to host your content, but it's your content. Well, and you can be backing it up exactly. somewhere else. Yeah, You're simply paying them. You know, it's like when you park your car in a garage. It's still your car. You're just paying the garage to, to keep the bird poop off of it for you. <laughs> uh, and so um, I, I don't like the idea of outsourcing things um, in general. 
Um, one of the exceptions to that is Google Apps. Um, and honestly, I don't like the fact that Google Apps owns everything, but there's nothing close to it hosted. Um, right. and, and we're going to talk about Google Apps. We're going to do a whole episode on Google Apps. It's one of our most requested subjects, and it's one that Sean and I are both passionate about. We are, we are Google Apps uh, uh, fanboys. Oh, yeah. We, we took that pill a long time ago. <laughs> we swallowed yes. the red pill. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's going to take some time, though, because we really want to do that right and really uh, uh, prep for those shows because I think we're talking a, a couple of shows, actually. Right. Um, yeah, we've recently rolled that out to all of our students and staff here at our school. We're giving uh, – this This was not my choice. This was a choice that the, the teachers and principals made. They're giving pre-K students their own Google Apps accounts. Now, I'm yeah. not sure – I'm not sure of the reasoning behind that. They're, they're not really literate at that point. They can't read and write. But hey, if they wanted to do that, great. We have that option and Google Apps for Education is a free service. And so it didn't cost us anything more. Sure. Add those students in there. I don't care. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so literally every student at our district from pre-kindergarten all the way through seniors, uh, has their own Google Apps account or at least has the capacity to create one. And, and we'll talk about when we do that, how we, uh, do that self-service. I don't have to go in and create one every time. That's all done uh, automatically, which is yeah, a nice thing. Beautiful. So anyway, back to Buddy Press. Um, uh, John Becker. Uh, I don't know if he's Doctor Becker or Mister Becker. I don't know. John Becker on Twitter. John Becker on yeah. Twitter. Right? On Twitter, he's at John Becker, uh, and he's a a friend of a friend. You know how Twitter goes. You, you you see your friends tweeting to somebody a lot, and you think, well, let me follow that guy and see what he has to say. But anyway, yeah. Um, he began looking for a place to host his own content. And uh, started talking about Buddy Press, and really started tweeting about it incessantly. It was pretty annoying, actually. Every he's already a prolific tweeter. He tweets uh, uh, several times throughout the day, but this the con the the amount of tweeting went up even higher, and it was all about Buddy Press, Buddy Press this, Buddy Press that. Uh, apparently, there is a direct Ning to Buddy Press importer. If <laughs> those of you out there have have Nings and want to move to Buddy Press, um, and so I just kind of filed that away in the back of my brain. And this was a while back. Um, and when I started looking at uh, uh, options for our site, for community options, I remembered the incessant tweeting of John Becker about uh, um, Buddy Press. So I went and checked it out. And darn it, if I didn't start talking about it incessantly, it's yeah. a, it is a very, very impressive, uh, really it's a set of plugins. It, it sits on top of WordPress. Uh, if you don't know, WordPress is probably the premier blogging platform on the web today. It's what our blog already was. It was a WordPress blog. Yeah. Uh, I have been a, an avid WordPress user for years. Now, there are two um, types of WordPress. There's WordPress.com. That's their commercial entity. And you can pay them to host your WordPress site, or they will give you a free ad-supported site. So you can go to WordPress.com and just create your own thing, just like you can at Blogger or, or, or any of those uh, sites. Then there's WordPress.org, which is the code that they run on WordPress.com released um, in an open-source package. So you have to have your own server, um, um I think it works on Windows servers. I've never tried it, but I think it does. Well, or if you're with a hosting company, almost right. every hosting company offers WordPress. Yeah, they have push button installers, uh, simple scripts. If you ha if your uh, hosting service uses cPanel or or what's the other one? I can't remember off the top of my head. There's two big ones. There's cPanel and another one. Um, but anyway, both yeah. of them have built-in installers. And uh, literally, if you choose to do it, uh, it's a couple of clicks and boom, you have a WordPress. And then a couple of clicks more and your WordPress becomes a BuddyPress. 
So BuddyPress is a set of plugins that uh, tap into the multi-user capacities built into WordPress. Um, originally, it was built on what's called WordPress MU, MU for, for multi-user. Uh, but as of, I think, version 3-something, uh, WordPress MU and WordPress sort of combined, and now all WordPress installations are multi-user. So you can have multiple bloggers, multiple people signing up. It's just built right into the code base. And so um, BuddyPress plugs into that. You have to have a BuddyPress-enabled theme, which adds the extra functionality. And right now, there aren't a lot of choices there. You 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 do a search for BuddyPress-enabled uh, BuddyPress themes, and and there's like less than ten of them. There's, yeah, we we were fortunate that there was one that was fairly close to our original. Right. Uh, and it's very Facebookish. It's it's blue and white and and very simple. Uh, and I think that's. Uh, BuddyPress's model, at least initially, is to to emulate Facebook uh, as much as possible, and yeah. and I'm okay with that. You know, uh, there sure. are good things about Facebook. Uh, <laughs> uh, privacy aside, it, it's very similar, but uh, BuddyPress has a a much uh, a simpler uh, privacy model, and that is whatever you decide to do, it's your site. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we just we tweaked our our theme a little bit, and if you go to thetightwadtech.com, you will see. Uh, our BuddyPress site. Now, it is uh, initially what you're going to see is the blog site, the blog page that we already had up there with the same kind of widgets uh, that were already there, the calendar and the find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but there there'll be a new thing up there that says log in. Uh, and then some things down the side that talk about our newest members and our, our recently active members. Those are widgets uh, that we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, if you don't have an account, uh, already, and most of you don't, because we only have about uh, a handful of users right now, 11 or so, I think. Uh, just click the create an account one, and boom, you create an account, and you are now a member of our community. And you have the ability to, um, uh, well. Well, yeah, I was going to say, let's ex- let's expand on that, uh, just that functionality uh, first, because we run ours fairly wide open. Uh, but uh, BuddyPress does offer uh, uh, plugins that will allow you to, you can severely limit who can sign up for your community and and how they do so. Yeah, the uh, the default model is uh, it's it's the same as the WordPress model. You sign up, they send you an email activation link, and that keeps uh, bots out of it because a bot isn't going to check the link in his email, right? And and enter it in the form. I have that turned off, and uh, and we'll talk about why I have that turned off when we get to the plugin section. Um, but I have that turned off where anybody can just sign up and and boom, you're there. Of course, I can unsign you up really quickly right. if, if you get to be a problem and and uh but see right now i'm clicking on the members tab on our website and we have uh nine members total so yeah. we're not exactly bringing the internet to its knees just yet well yeah uh and i think uh basically the only thing we did to promote it at this point was uh t- we tweeted about it and Posted um, out there on Facebook, right? And most of these users were there even before that. They went to our website. They were the intrepid type that I think most of our listeners are, and they said, yeah. "Hmm, what does this do?" And so yeah. they signed up. <laughs> it was kind of funny how that just uh, we just started seeing people pop. Right, on so there. people just started popping in, and uh, if you don't have uh, uh, an avatar that you use, uh, it'll assign you a cute little. Uh, monster monster sort of thing <laughs> and uh, but you can change that but what you get is a profile so you can go to uh, your profile and, and I've just set some things up in there and that's another uh, neat thing about uh, buddy press is the it's it's in infinitely uh, 
customizable. You pick as many uh, things as you want. When we when you go to our profile, there are two tabs. There's a personal tab and a professional tab. Um, and you 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 know put whatever you want to on there. Uh, I I made those tabs right. I made the per, per personal tab and the professional tab. You can have as many tabs as you want. Um, like um, in um, Facebook, you know, you've got your education and, and um, groups and all that sort of thing. You can do whatever you want. And so I, I put in there uh, your name, your Twitter handle if you have one, whatever website you're on, your Facebook profile, your bio, your birthday, and then I just put random. And it says a field for random, funny, odd, or even mildly interesting things. And so it's, you know, it's I just put that in there. And then if you go to the professional. And, and somebody filled it out. Yeah, too. Uh, pretty much everybody's put something in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you go to professional tab, it's got your employer, your LinkedIn profile, your education or certifications, and a place for your CV if you want to put your, your entire resume uh, there for people to see. But my point here is not what we have, but the fact that I put all that stuff in there. It's It comes to you just blank with just name. And that's really the only required thing is name. And then you can go in there and you can make what's required and what isn't required. Uh, if you want a birthday to be required, and uh, you can put that in there. If you want uh, a username to be required, you've got your username and you've got a full name. You can do that. You can do whatever you want. Uh, it's just a little checkbox for required or not required. And then you can do a drop-down box or a multi-option select. So you can, uh, like if I, and I now that I'm thinking of this off the top of my head, I might want to do that. You put something in there and, and have your... Um, your profession. So I might put teacher, tech, um, you know, uh, administrator, yeah. other, and it's just a checkbox you could pick. Um, but anyway, uh, when you go to create your profile, you put all that stuff in there. And the profile plugin for WordPress or for BuddyPress uh, enables you to do as many tabs as you want and as many fields on those tabs of, of several different types. And then, so now you can go to to our website at thetightwadtech.com and, and click the members and you can see all the members that we have there and you can click a link there and you can click Sean's profile and you'll see um, all the activity he's done, all the forum uh, posts that he's made, all the blog comments that he's made. Now, if you come to our blog right now, um, you can post a comment. I have it wide open for anybody to comment. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to do anything. But if you are a community member and you are logged in, that gets added to what they call the newswire. Uh, Facebook calls it the the stream. Uh, that, what Facebook calls it? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's your all the stuff that you've done. All right, and, and, the, and it's essentially Press, like a, a primary RSS feed right. or something. It's, Buddy Press calls it your uh, your newswire. So your wire gets populated with every. Uh, forum post you've made every blog comment you've made every time you create a group um i i even added a like button because people seem to like like buttons so every time you like something <laughs> that shows up in there um and then you have friends you can friend people because you know why not uh, it's just an sure. option there you can you can have friends and what friending does is not just a random you know will you be my friend it's it's a little more than that people in your friends list uh you can more easily follow what they've done uh so you have a tab there that's friends and you can see uh their activity and what they've done and on the assumption that in time our site grows to uh hundreds maybe thousands of users over the years 
that becomes uh, a more important thing because if you just click the main feed, there's gonna it's just gonna scroll off the page and be lots and lots of stuff. Well, and I think that also gives you the option or the flexibility to uh, like as far as who who sends direct messages to you, so um, you can uh, on, you know only get direct messages from right from your friends, or you can opt to do that. Right, you can send private messages. That's what it is. You yeah. you can only send a private message to somebody who's your friend, and you have to accept their friendship again, just like Facebook. Well, uh, and you know. Uh, I, I I think about our detractors, right? Because there's always that that's people like the old way, the new way, whatever. And some of this stuff, and just like with Facebook, uh, you know, people will think it's bubble gummy. You know, it's it, uh, and that's that's okay because right. you don't have to participate. That's that's the beauty of and what I really like what what we've done here is you kind of have all those options open. So you don't have to necessarily even get into that side of the site. And if you just like to post to the blog, then you can do that. You don't have to sign up for anything. You just do it. If you want to be part of a community and interact more with, with people, uh, you have that option. So, uh, I, I love it because it kind of got a little bit of something for everybody. If you like the bubble gum, then there it is. Right. You yeah. Know? And, and <laughs> there's a lot of plugins and options out there that I don't have, like achievements and badges and gifts. Yeah. And, yeah. And all of that stuff that annoys me <laughs> about Facebook. But if it doesn't annoy you and you want it for your community members, you can put that in there and, and um, you know, they can send baskets back and forth to each other. Right. Well, and we've talked about even on forums, you know, you get your hardcore forum posters that, uh, they, they love having those ratings, right? Because they've made, you know, 15,000 posts or whatever. Right. Your karma. In some yeah. Places. You know, they're a Sith Lord level five or something, <laughs> you know, whatever. But, uh, uh, so yeah, we had, we had actually kicked around the idea of having something like that, uh, you know, for those people who enjoy for, it. For the achievements. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly haven't looked into that. I'm not really sure what it does. Um, uh, but, uh, Anyway, back to we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, back to what uh, BuddyPress itself is. Like I said, it's a, a collection of plugins for WordPress. Uh, as their website puts it, it's social networking in a box. And uh, you know, with the installation, I'm I'm going to make this really easy. Uh, from you know the the simplest possible, you go to pick your favorite hosting site, GoDaddy. All right, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and say they have the cPanel scripts there. So you, you get your site, you set up, uh, marksfamouswebsite.com and you set that up and you go to your hosting providers plugins and you click install WordPress. Boom, right. done. And then you go log into WordPress and you do a search for plugins and you search for BuddyPress, install BuddyPress. Boom, done. You now have a social network. Yeah, very simple. Now there's some configuration to do after right. the fact, but it's all very, very simple and straightforward too. Right. And so it really is. There's no box, you know. It's yeah. social networking in a in a download, uh, but you can really have your own Facebook-ish type site. Um, and you know, as we've said, wh- one of the things I like about it is the forum functionality. It's not as full for uh, full featured as like a PHBB forum or something like that. There are much better forums on the net, but this one is pretty good. It's got all your basic forum features. Yeah. Um, and so if you're a forum lover, you've got that. If you just like the blog format, that's the homepage. You never go any farther than the homepage. Yeah. And you can see comments and, and, and make comments or, or just read the, the, the blog. Um, there are plugins that allow each member to have their own blog. So you can, if you're like a teacher and you're setting up a buddy press for your class, you can give every student in your class their own blog within their community. 
And then uh, when people comment on each other's, when students comment on each other's blogs, uh, it all shows up in that activity stream, that, that wire, newswire. Yeah. And so they can see the interactions going back and forth with one another. And then as a teacher, assuming you've friended them all, you can send them private messages about uh, the assignment or about their behavior in your online uh, classroom forum. Uh, that nobody else sees, or you can do a public uh, message, which is an at uh, mention. Uh, they took that from Twitter yeah, at and their Twitter. username, and that gets broadcasted on your newswire and on their newswire and in the basic overall activity stream. And so it's just a it's just a mention. It's just a way of saying uh, read at Sean's blog. Um, really liked it. You should check it out. Yeah, and so then they can do that. Well, and what you're touching on, and it's really interesting. We've we talked about it uh, off air, uh, is the fact that you know uh, school districts are kicking around the idea of so using social networking in the classroom, and uh, whether to have Facebook open or closed, and uh, that that's a hotly debated topic. Uh, but this provides an option for getting some of that functionality without it being out there for the world to see uh you can make it private and make your own little you know internal community and it's got you know it's got all the functionality it's there yeah and what remains to be seen and and i don't know that we can answer that is whether you'd get the same type of an involvement and engagement uh we found at our school that when students set up uh facebook pages uh they will have kids doing math homework at 10 p.m on a saturday yeah, uh, because that medium is one that they're already connected to anyway, and so it brings the that level enga- of engagement way up. I don't know if you'd get that in a buddy press, but you might. They might think it's cool enough that you would get that level of engagement. That that would be an interesting thing to see. Yeah, certainly, uh, it would be interesting to see them kind of run side by side and see. Uh, I'm thinking too that, you know, you have teachers that have reservations about one or the other. So, uh, you might get more participation out of a particular teacher on BuddyPress versus, uh, setting up a Facebook site. Uh, we saw some amazing things with students in the Facebook, uh, realm, uh, and, uh, you know, teachers doing uh, creative things there. And I tend to agree. I think when kids think that the entire world has the possibility of seeing it, uh, you know, it gets their fires burning a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, a closed buddy press that was just internally, uh, maybe not so much. Yeah. But if your district just says no, this is a way to give that option. And, and, and buddy press doesn't require much. WordPress itself doesn't require much. I mean, if you have any technical skill at all, you could probably set one of these up on a laptop and run it in your classroom. Yeah. And, and just have kids access it locally by the IP address. That, that would be clunky, but you could do it. And that would be a way to be completely within your school's acceptable use policy and still give your students this opportunity to, to social network with one another. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, Buddy Press came about, uh, in 2008 when uh, basically some guys wanted to make their own social networking, and they thought that WordPress MU was a good way to go about it, and then was released May of 2009. In, in 2009, as stable. Yeah. So it's a year and a half old. Uh, and Which is notable. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And for how young it is, it's it's really quite amazing, I think. Right. It's got, a, it's got its own community. If you go to uh, buddypress.org, 
that's a Buddy Press site. Mm-hmm. And so all of their support forums and all that sort of stuff is all done via Buddy Press. So they're, as the saying goes, eating their own dog food. They're, they they um, improve the product based on their need from using it every day. Right. And, of course, it's, uh, as we love so much here uh, on the Taiwan Tech, it's completely open source. And, uh, and that means that uh, you, too, can add to it. You know, there's nothing open about Facebook in any way. Right. Uh, and so uh, if you don't like something about it, your choices are accept it or leave Facebook. If you don't like something about BuddyPress, you can change it if you're a coder type or you can hire a coder type to change it for you. Yeah. Um, I could totally see um, a school district uh, running BuddyPress as their home page. And having uh, groups for, you know, all of their extracurriculars and having the forums and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, if you're a a multi-thousand student school district, you might have the money in your budget or you might have a coder on staff. Like our our friend Chuck Sapersky is a coder, you know, there for his his school uh, there in Illinois. And, And so there are schools that have that. Um, they have their own full-time uh, code monkey in-house, and he can look at BuddyPress and, and extend it or change it or do whatever they need to do. That's the power of open source, not just because it's free and not just because Richard Stallman that says information wants to be free, but but because you have that ability to, to modify it. Maybe I don't. Maybe I well, don't know enough about PHP to be able to do it, but I can hire somebody who does. Well, and then push that back up to the community, too. Exactly. Uh, so that's, that's the other side of that. That, you know. Right. So if your school um, comes up with this great new Buddy pl- Press plugin, I get the benefit of it because it gets put into their repository of, of stuff. And when I'm searching for cool new plugins, I'll see it. So it, it, it benefits the larger community. Yeah. And that's a pretty cool thing. Um, I guess now would be a good time to mention uh, plugins. I mean, it, that's one of the beauties of BuddyPress is just the extensibility of it. Right. And we've put a lot of plugins in there, and uh, uh, I know we've noted some. You've noted what we put on ours. Right. Um, plugins are an interesting thing. BuddyPress is a plugin to WordPress, and then there are other plugins plug-in. to BuddyPress. Yeah, plugins for a plugin. So really, they're all plugins to WordPress. But in terms of thinking and hierarchy, they're sort of they're plugins that extend the uh, the capability of another plugin. So they're plugins to a plugin, but they're really just plugins to WordPress. Is that confusing? I'm confused. Yeah, well, um, yeah, a little bit, but yeah. But sure. yeah, if you've ever used a WordPress, there's a little plugins button you click on the administrative side, and then there's a search. So just type the word BuddyPress into that search, and like 18 pages of BuddyPress plugins are going to pop up. And uh, these are some of the ones, or uh, these are all the ones that I have installed uh, currently uh, as of uh, September 9th, 2010. Uh, BP Tiny MCE, and I'm going to put all these on our on the blog entry for the show, so you don't have to uh, try to remember them all. If you're driving and listening to this, please don't write this down while you're driving. Just yeah. make a note thetightwadtech.com. You'll not only see that, but you'll get to see it in action. Yeah, we can't uh, afford to lose any listeners from car accidents. <laughs> yeah. if, if, if one of you dies, that's like a tenth of our listenership. <laughs> that would be bad. So um, BP-TinyMCE. Uh, TinyMCE is the graphical, the WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get editor that comes with BuddyPress. Um, it's not not great. Uh, it's very simple. It's very clean, uh, but it's not very extensible. 
I use one called FCK Editor um, for the blog itself and for the comment engine in the blog. Um, but uh, couldn't run it on yeah, BuddyPress. It, it's not yet compatible with BuddyPress, and yeah. so it may be. But so Tiny MCE, it allows you to do bullet points and insert a link, and that's really the way the way I did it is uh, the reason I did it. If you're making a forum post, there's very likely you're going to want to put a link to a website, and with just a text-based editor, you can't do that. Yeah. So it allows you to do uh, some some formatting there. Uh, the next one is BP disable activation, and that's the, what I mentioned already. Um, the typical activation uh, or sign in thing is you sign in, they send you an activation email. Um, on my host, for whatever reason, and and I have traced it to a hosting issue and not a configuration issue and not a problem with WordPress or with BuddyPress. It's a problem with my host. Um, the email wasn't working properly and and doing some googling uh there's that word again googling yeah. it's become a verb <laughs> uh doing some googling found that other people on other hosts uh are that run the same sort of thing are having this problem uh so i just turn that off you don't get the email you don't have to click on it you're active immediately so you know that means john q spammer can just log right in and have access to the site a way to prevent that from happening is the next uh, uh, plug-in I've got there called WM, WPMU Super Captcha. Um, and that's for WordPress Mew, which, which again, that's the legacy of, of the new WordPress. Uh, uh, WordPress. It's a CAPTCHA, but it's not just a regular CAPTCHA. One of the things about putting just a standard CAPTCHA out there, uh, particularly if there's one for like WordPress, is they tend to do thing, everything the same way. And so you can yeah. configure a bot. I know that the characters are going to be spread out this far, and I know that it's going to be uh, alphanumeric. And so you can have it brute force a CAPTCHA and get through it. Super CAPTCHA uh, is a little Super. different. Yeah, is a little different in that it lets you configure um, what you want to do. You can. Uh, there's a word list. So I've added some geek-heavy words in there, like Ubuntu is one of the words that might come up on the CAPTCHA, or Tightwad is one of the words that might come <laughs> up on the CAPTCHA. And so um, it's not it's not easily scriptable because you can totally uh, arrange that. How You can put as many or as few words as you want, or you can have it just randomly generate things, but then it uses the alphabet uh, plus 10 letters. And that makes it a little... A uh, little easier to script and a little harder to read. Like the thing about a captcha, like a Google captcha, um, is it would be one thing if it was a word you knew, right? But since it's yeah. just random letters, there's no context there, right? Right. But humans recognize words, and so if the word football is up there and you can't quite make out one of the O's, and that B looks an awful lot like a, a an F, but there's no, it's probably not football. You know, yeah, you know what it is. Your brain looks at it and knows that it's football, and so that makes it a little easier for the humans and a little harder for the bots. And that's why it's called a super captcha because it really is just that easier for the humans and harder for the bots. And you can pick your own colors and the grid pattern, and you can really tweak it to make it your own. And since it's unique uh, to you, it's harder for a bot to get through. So bots are unlikely to be able to sign up, so a human has to sign up. And yep. um, and spammers just generally aren't interested in spending their time with that. They'll move on to a softer target. Sure. Uh, the next one, the next plugin I use is called BuddyPress Album Plus, and it allows you to add a photo album, a Facebook file uh, style photo album, where you just upload pictures and make albums. And we we actually need to do that in response to a request from one of our right. uh, one of our listeners. One uh, of the forum requests was for pictures of our rig. 
uh, it's going to be disappointing, Mike. It's just a laptop and a mixer. It's not much of a rig. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe a picture or two of us actually recording. One of these times when we record, we'll have to get somebody in here to take a right. picture of us actually doing it. But. Uh, and, again, that's configurable. You can configure the maximum size and the maximum number. You know, if you... If your website is myfluffybunnies.com and you want people to, to post photo albums of their fluffy bunnies, <laughs> then you go right ahead and, and you can do that. Um, I don't know that that's a feature we'll use very often, but I thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah, sure. Um, and then there's the BuddyPress chat component, which creates uh, a Java-style f- chat room, um, which eh, it's not great, but it's there. Um, and you know, you, you can, it's not working for me. I'm not sure why. Every time I try really? to log in, it logs me right back out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's there. There's a chat room if you want it. Um, I'm, I would, if we're going to do a chat and we may, uh, if we move to a regular recording schedule where we know that every Thursday at, at 4.30 PM we'll be recording, I'll probably set up an IRC chat room and then put some sort of link to that on our website because that's going to be a better way to do it. But anyway, it's there. Do you have and no script on? No, I don't. Okay. That's not what it, it is. It pops it up as a pop-up. So Yeah, well, it opens it up and then says there's a problem and then logs me right back out. Okay. And I suspect that's probably because I'm both admin and Mark, and he probably oh, doesn't like that. Yeah, yeah, I um, can see that. So anyway, um, uh, the next one is BuddyPress Group Email Subscription. And what that does is if you're in a group, right, uh, and remember groups are how forums happen, you can sign up to, for a forum, and it's just a button when you click on a forum. Uh, up at the top of it, you get uh, a little Ajaxy button that says your email status is, and the default is none at all, but you can change it to whatever. And, and so when somebody adds to a forum, you'll get an email saying, hey, somebody wrote this. And you can set it so that as soon as it happens, you get an email every time it happens, or you can get a daily digest or a weekly digest or or uh, only new forums, but not posts made once those forums are put up. There's lots of different options there that the end user has, and that's a neat little thing. Well, and those are those are things that heavy forum users are used to seeing right. and kind of have come to expect. So. Right. I want to get an email. I don't want to have to go check a forum every time somebody puts something up there. Right. Uh, I want to get an email, and so uh, I did that for me. But, yeah, heavy forum users have come to expect that functionality. Yeah. That doesn't come out of the box with the BuddyPress forum uh, you have to add that in the form of a plugin. Uh, another one is BuddyPress Group Forums Dash Move Topics. Uh, really creative names to these. Uh, but <laughs> if you have a myfluffybunnies.com forum and you have a forum for uh, Newing, Newfoundland Lops, I think that's a bunny. Sure. Um, and, and somebody posts something about their ferret in there and yeah. and makes a new forum that's that's the wrong but that's in my fluffy ferret forum so you can move that whole forum you can't move a, a, a uh, reply in a forum so if your forum is about fog and somebody starts asking questions about um buddy press yeah they hijack your forum right they hijack your thread you can't move that you, that's the standard you still go in there as an admin and you can delete them or whatever but you can move the whole forum if somebody puts a forum in the wrong place yeah you can move the whole thing and that's what is uh, sometimes this added to being a little confusing for us because we we're like move a topic and then it was well we're moving the entire forum you know it just didn't seem to to jibe and it uh, it took a little while to get used to right 
I guess uh, the buddy press way of thinking. You know? But I don't have any experience with administrating a forum. I have searched forums and I've participated in forums, but I've never administrated one. So that may be a typical sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the, that's a thing I like. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, the buddy press like. Um, it doesn't do anything but but like, and then it puts something in the stream that says, Mark likes this. I don't get it. But like buttons are popular, so I put it out there. Oh, it's the gift of the goose, man, cheering each other on kind of thing. you know. <laughs> <laughs> gift of the goose. I never heard yeah, that Yeah, that's before. an obscure reference. Yeah, yeah some um, old management tape series or something <laughs> I listen to. <laughs> And then uh, there's a tweet button that I that I added. It's Buddy Press tweet button, and so there's uh, any blog post, any forum thread, anything in the the Buddy Press activity stream. You can click a button, and it'll tweet a link back to it. Um, and it's perfectly safe. It sends you to Twitter uh, to enter your uh, credentials there. So it's not it's not taking your credentials, and then uh, you just have to trust that they get sent off there. It takes you to Twitter, and it gives you a nice little sh- uh, shortened URL. Uh, that send it back to it. So if somebody writes a really great forum post and you want to share it with your Twitter followers, it's a one button way to do it. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and then the last, uh, well, no, it's not the last one. The, the next buddy press widget, uh, the plugin that we have is called the buddy press widget pack. And, uh, that gives you a number of widgets. If you're a WordPress user, you know what a widget is. It's those things off to the side. Anytime you've been to a WordPress site, they, they, there's usually a calendar. There's a, uh, um, um, well, all, all number of widgets out there. Uh, but this adds like the newest members. If you go to our site, the last, uh, 10 or so people to sign up, uh, are there and then you have the recently active members so you see the icon and a link to anybody who's logged into the site recently and so those are widgets and it adds uh, a few other and it's four different widgets that it adds in this one plugin and so that's just a, a neat little thing to sort of uh, uh, in, in increase involvement in your community if people go to your site and they're just at the home page uh, but they see that you know there are 11 people on right now you know, because there's a who's online widget. I'm not using that one, but they see there's 11 people on right now. They might log in and check it out. Yeah. So it's just a, it's really a way to, to A, show off your stats and B, improve uh, um, engagement. So anyway, I encourage you to, to go check all these out. And then the last one isn't, isn't really a BuddyPress uh, plugin. It's a WordPress plugin, but one that came about as a request of one of our posters is edit comments. And it allows a user to edit their own comments provided it comes from the same IP they posted it and within 30 minutes. So, so that, that's kind of a way to make sure that nobody else can edit your comments or, you know, if, if you're hot headed and you fire off an email uh, or a comment, uh, calling everybody a moron and then 28 minutes later realize, you know, I, I probably should yeah. not do that. Yeah. Retract that. Uh, you can do that. You can edit your comment and just say, I like fluffy kittens instead. <laughs> so those are the plugins that we are currently using in our buddy press, um, installation yeah and uh i i would just say uh hop on there and you know 
comment it you know let us know what what do you like what don't you like uh we're probably gonna say you know love it or leave it you know essentially <laughs> i think we've given people enough options that they can they can use it whichever way they see fit but uh, um like the edit comments things one of the feedback was i'd like to be able to edit my comments yeah so i went and found a plugin so if you want some functionality there there's a good chance i can find a plugin that does it yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah don't be you know it's not like it or lump it necessarily it's yeah it's like it then if i can't find a way to fix it lump it <laughs> it's yeah sure you know. you know or you might get a message back from us saying well you know noted but uh we like right. it this way better you know uh, and i have noticed that my own engagement has increased uh as people have posted things uh you know as i've said before i read every blog comment i still do i, I read everything that comes in i just don't always um respond. participate i don't always respond because yeah. you know i have a day job and i'm working and then when i get off of my day job i have a family and i'm dealing with them so i don't always have a time to sit down and compose a response uh, i'm finding that buddy press because of its um instant notifications and and just the way it's built i'm able to fire off quick responses uh more readily so i think my involvement in the community has imp- increased just in the week that we've had buddy press up yeah absolutely uh, i can say the same thing so uh, i i like it and maybe that's also just the you know to some degree the format maybe you know on a psychological level it works a, a little bit better you know it, it engages you a little bit more it makes you want to participate more uh you know maybe that's part of the beauty of facebook and people uh, lauded facebook's simplicity early on versus some you know like the myspace and things like that so right uh that's one thing i just i love about this it's it's nice clean but gives you a lot of functionality uh so yeah yeah and it's a it's a very pleasing visually it's it's very pleasing visually um the uh the fonts are nice and 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 again that's the template you've i've chosen and and like i said there aren't a lot of templates but you can go out there if you're one of those kind of people you can make your own templates uh easily and if there's anybody out there if there's any artists or anybody who um uh, knows an artist who owes him a favor um I, I would love some artwork for the page one of the first comments when we put the the buddy press up there was it needs some needs some graphics yeah and i don't disagree with that but i'm not a graphic designer i'm a guy who can get in gimp and, and poke around a little bit and the logo that we have right now is something i created just so that we'd have one yeah uh, but if anybody out there would like to make me a nice shiny rounded you know pretty uh logo Glassy, and, and some, yeah. yeah and some artwork uh, do that hey Post it in the, your album in the forum uh, using the Buddy Press Album Plus plugin, and uh, and we'll all see it. And if well, I like go it, in and start a thread, even you know, yeah. if if we get enough people uh, that want to post to something like that, you know, po- make an entry and post it, and we uh, can just keep that in a thread. How about this? And sticking with the Buddy Press thing, the one that gets the most likes is the one I'll pick. Oh, there we go. There you go. Okay, so that, that would mean we'd have to get more than one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if not, still that one is going to get the most likes. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> um, so, but but yeah, I'm I'm basically I'm begging for free labor out there. Um, I'm not proud. Uh, if you're an artist and you're a commercial artist and that's what you do, I'm begging for a freebie. All right, just like you beg your lawyer friend for free advice. We all do it. I'm yeah. just doing it in a podcast form. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, that's our. Uh, skim a skimming look at buddy press we've only like i said used it for a week uh but we're pretty impressed with it uh with what it can do uh and in some ways what it doesn't do yeah yeah and and our hope is that it will be 
the proper tool for our community. And maybe someday we'll scale to the point where it doesn't work, where our SQL server breaks down and we just uh, WordPress and uh, can't handle it. You know, that's a good problem to have. Um, oh, sure. But and uh, then we can report on, you know, hey, we we found out what the, you know, how limited it is, right. you know, where, where the limits are for it. So. But I think if you have a community of any kind, uh, and, and a classroom is a community, a campus yeah. is a community, a district is a community, uh, a church is a community, any community, any group of people uh, where you want to enable sharing of information, I think you owe it to yourself to look at the WordPress buddy press combination. Yeah. And if you do it, I mean, if you do it hosted, if you're not a, you know, a, a server jockey uh, and you've got some hosted service that you're using, I mean, you could have it up in, you know, five or 10 minutes. I mean, it's right. a piece of cake. And those things are usually, you know, 80 bucks a year or less. Right. So, you know, even a classroom teacher, uh, and I know because I'm married to a classroom teacher, <laughs> even a classroom teacher can afford that on their salary. Well, you know, sure. Or if you that. do it on a, you know, do it on a district level. I mean, how cheap is that on a district level? It's, right. it's amazing what you could give an entire district and uh, for, you know, nothing, essentially. Yeah. And there's a tightwad angle. I mean, I, uh, one of the. Uh, <laughs> yes. we got to work that in. Make sure. <laughs> yeah. We're not just pimping our site. <laughs> one of the members, uh, Leslie Sessions, uh, in her profile, I mean, find it because it made me laugh um it says bio a technology coordinator for the Ostwell tivoli isd i'm a medium wad so, so she's <laughs> she's not a tight wad she's a medium i didn't wad. see that yeah. i am a tight wad and yes. that's what this show is about it's a it's about the you know doing the most you can with the least possible resources and and i think the wordpress buddy press combination hosted on your own computer if you're a real geek or can buy a geek lunch uh that's yeah. the way to go right because it does any machine can do a small community. Uh, it won't any oh, sure. machine you have laying around in the corner uh, can do a community of probably a couple hundred people. Yeah. Um, but if you want to pay not much for hosting, and if any hosting companies out there want to pay me money to pimp your hosting, I'm fine with that. And if you want me to, every time I say a hosting company, if you want me to say GoDaddy instead, GoDaddy, let me know. You know I'm, I can be bought. Um, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but there are you know uh, there are options out there for not much money at all. I mean, a hundred bucks a year, you, you spend more than that on pizza. Right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. so invest it in your website. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't know anything else. I think that's that about covers. Buddy yeah, Press, I think right? that pretty well covers that. Uh, I wanted to mention you know this is episode eleven point five, and and this is a yeah. um, a conversation Sean and I have had, and and a question we want to pose to our community, and so uh, this is an opportunity for you to go to our our website at thetightwadtech.com and log in, become a mute community member, and let us know what you think. And I'll probably uh, I think what I'm going to start doing, uh, and what I say I'm going to, I mean Sean's going to uh, <laughs> doing is every. Every time we post an episode, we'll start a forum for it. And yeah. So you can reply to that in the blog comments or in the forum, whichever you're more comfortable with. Yeah. And I started that with the uh, Spiceworks episode and I thought about going back and hitting the other ones, but it, 
I just really wasn't sure if I should go back and kind of double do the work since people have already got strings going on those. Yeah, I don't think I would just because yeah. you can't import the data over. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went ahead and left that alone and just kind of treated it as a SpiceWorks episode 11 uh, forward. Then uh, we'll always right. uh, open up a new forum for those. So anyway, our question to you is is when we when we started this podcast, it's a bi-weekly podcast, all right? We do it every two weeks. And our reason for that is we're not sure with our busy schedules that we can pull off a weekly podcast. And I don't want Well, and keep up the quality. Right. And I don't want to set out the expectation that every week we're going to have a podcast and then just because we got busy, we didn't do it. Yeah. Uh and this summer we had a hard time reaching our bi-weekly podcasts. You know, we we yeah. really did. We had to struggle to make that happen. So our solution to that is we're going to guarantee you a show every two weeks. And then when we have the time, we're going to put out these 0.5 episodes. And yeah. the 0.5 episodes tend to be, uh, I started to say they tend to be shorter, but that's a lie. They really don't. We intend for them to be shorter. It just not, doesn't always work out that way. Yeah. But we usually don't have a guest for a 0.5 episode. And it tends to be more just Sean and Mark having a conversation. Yeah, it's, it's ad hoc. Right. And, and we like that. And, and the, the way we look at that is if you don't enjoy that, if you only want it when we have a guest on and you only want, you know, just the facts, ma'am, if you're a Joe Friday kind of person, uh, just skip over all the point fives. So that's not going to break my heart. Uh, yeah. but that doesn't mean that in the, the non point fives and all the integer episodes, we don't always have a guest there either, you know, cause sometimes the, the subject matter doesn't warrant it or we can't get somebody. But, um, what we would like to do is go weekly. That's our goal. We want to be a weekly podcast. We want to put out 52 episodes a year for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at this point, we're not sure we can commit to that. So we're asking you, which is better? Be a weekly podcast that occasionally misses an episode or be a bi-weekly podcast that gives you a lot of extra episodes? Did I say that pretty well? You did. And, you know, it's funny because I listened to you say it and I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know that it matters, but I, I think it's, it's psychologically, you know, we, we talked about that. Do you, do you set the bar high and, and fall short occasionally? And, you know, people are going to rail you for that. Or do you set the bar low and exceed that? And then everybody thinks you're great. Right. The, the way I look at it, if we say we're a weekly promise, that's a, a weekly podcast. That's a promise to you that every week we're going to have some content. Yeah. And, and as a podcast consumer, and, and, and I shouldn't feel this way because I am just a leech on these podcasts for the most part. I'm not paying them anything. Most of them aren't advertiser supported. Uh, but if they come to me and say, uh, with a 30 second episode, sorry, we don't have an episode this week. Um, I, you know, I get a little miffed about that. I, I mean, I don't like throw things, but it's sure. like, oh, you know, why, why did I waste my effort to that? And what's worse is when they throw a best of episode out there. You know, <laughs> here's some of our old stuff that you already have in your feed, yeah. but we're just going to renew it and, and make it new. So I don't want to make you a promise I can't keep. And that's really yeah. what it comes down to. We'd have to. We'd have to be podcasting for years before we could get a best right. of. <laughs> You know, it's, you know, I say we call this episode 11.5. I'm going to look real quick um, in our uh, uh, podcast feed and, and see uh, how many actual, how many, I think it's actually like 25. Wow. Is it really that many already? Our baby's growing up. Well, we started in April, so uh, we're in five months of episodes here yeah uh, which is you know kind of a cool thing um i'm not finding it but even though it's episode 11.5 we've done a lot more 
episodes than 11.5, you know, a lot more than 11. Yeah, and that's uh, early on when we started the whole 0.5 concept. uh, We had a few people didn't like that. Um, But the idea was, you know, the 0.5s were supposed to be indicative of, uh, you know, hey, we kind of threw it together. You know, don't expect uh, uh, guests and, uh, you know, a whole lot of heavy content. Uh, so it was kind of a way for you to just visually know right away that, Hey, if, if it's a 0.5 episode, if you're not into that, you can skip it. Um, uh, so that's why we did that. Uh, we go to a weekly show and that kind of now, uh, kind of gets rid of that. I mean, we're expecting to do a show every week. So 0.5s would go by the wayside. That, right. I, don't, I might shed so a tear. Then, well, what that means then is that some of our episodes just wouldn't be very good. By comparison. Yeah, and I really think that's what it opens us up for uh, right now. If we if we absolutely commit to that, then that week when you're really pounded with work and, you know, family and, your, you know, all your kids were sick that week and uh, the workload was twice as much at work and uh, that you just throw something together last minute just to get something out there and, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Uh, but, again, you know. Open it up to the listeners. Let's see what everybody has to say. All right. So there you go. That's a 30-second question asked in four minutes. Yeah, sure. Expand, <laughs> expand. <laughs> uh, so now I think we'll move on to the uh, uh, the one regular component. And actually, we don't always do these in our point five. So this call this a bonus, is our tips of the week. Um, and, folks, I'm running out of tips. Um I need I need to put uh, a form out there. I'm going to do that uh, pretty soon. Next couple of days, I'll put a form out there for tips of the week. Well, we uh, have some stuff that was recently posted. Right. We just have to get a chance to actually go and look at it. That's kind of a I don't know. Now that I think about it, if it's already posted in the forum, what what's the point of us mentioning it on the website? It, it's I mean on the podcast. But uh, well, anyway. we can yeah we yeah. can go into a little bit more in depth because we've got a few that were just kind of listed. You right. know, it's just yeah. a list we, of things. So. We need some help uh, in this category because this is literally my last tip. Where I sat down a while back, you know, in April when we started yeah. this, and just sat down all the list of stuff that I use every day. And this is my last one. Now that's not to say I can't come up with another one in two weeks, but I'm asking you to help. Like I said, I'm not proud. I'm, I'm yeah, I, I think if you sat down, you probably could come up with an, another hundred easily. But uh, just go through our uh, our uh, software archive. <laughs> you know, there's there's quite a bit in there. Well, yeah, go ahead because you got a great one this week. Yeah, so uh, this one is called Cat Mouse, and uh, it's one that we owe Steve Gibson for in in one of the podcasts we mentioned in our last episode. Um, yeah. Cat Mouse is K A T M O U S E. Uh, and the website is, uh, ridiculous. It's a, it's a German site and this may be a German word, but I don't know what it is. E-H-I-T-I dot D-E, uh, slash catmouse or com and find it in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but all that catmouse does is it takes your scroll wheel and makes it active in whatever window your mouse is over. That's a very simple thing, but you don't have to click on a window. Say, you know, I've got two monitors in front of me right here, and I've got uh, ooh, at least a dozen windows open, and they're all uh, some layered on top of each other. And if I want to scroll uh, my Twitter client here, which is partially obscured by my Firefox window, ordinarily I would have to click on that and then make the scroll wheel active. Not with Cat Mouse. It's a simple tool that installs uh, on your computer, and it does that for you. Wherever you are, when you scroll it makes that scrolling happen 
in that window. Yeah, you move your mouse over a scrollable area, and all of a sudden, it's just it's active. You don't have to click on it; you just start scrolling. It's it's amazing, and I have to say, uh, I remember first installing Cat Mouse and thinking, eh, you know, yeah, so what. But then I had my computer uh, die on me and had to reset up my computer. And I still, to this day, haven't reinstalled Cat Mouse. And every time I have to click on a window now, I notice it. And it kills me. And I, I just have to take the time to reinstall it because you really miss Cat Mouse when you don't have it. Right. Yeah, and that's exactly right because I have it on my computer here at work. I haven't done it on my desktop at home. My desktop at home is pretty much my kid's computer. I don't use it much. But when I'm working on it, I'll I'll have a multiple window open and I'll try to scroll and it doesn't. What's what's wrong? Oh, I got to click on it. You know it's, what? It's a very simple little thing, but it it's it's a cool tool. I, I just thought about this. We really need. We should be putting cat mouse on our images. Yeah, you're probably right. The uh, teachers would never notice it. Yeah, but, they'd have no idea we put it there. But man, uh, it's just it's so nice, you know, as far as uh, the user intera- interaction uh, and how it improves yeah. that. It's it's great. So if you have a scroll mouse and you're a, a multiple window kind of person, uh, go grab Cat Mouse. It's a very small, uh, a couple hundred K. Uh, installer, uh, and it doesn't take up my, any re- resources on your computer to speak of, and it's a really good one. Right. Uh, the website says it's XP two thousand Windows XP two thousand. Uh, we've we're using it on seven, and it works fine. It just they haven't updated their website to say it works with that. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had I haven't had any problems with it on seven. Uh, needless to say, Windows only. I don't know if there's a Mac version again. I'm not a Mac user. As far as I know, there's not a Linux version. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's for windows. It's a great tool. Yeah. And who Macs probably do that anyways. That seems like something Apple would do. You know, they'd, they'd think about that. Depends on what Steve thinks. If Steve yeah. doesn't like, I mean, he doesn't like buttons on his mouse. Why would he want a scroll wheel? Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. You should just have, uh, you moves with your eyes or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so uh, I guess on to my uh, teacher tip of the week then. Check bash Apple off the list. Yeah, we yeah, we, we got it there. It took us a while, but we got there. <laughs> you know what I love is one of our community members is he's self-proclaimed Apple fanboy. That's right. And yet he's he's still following us, so uh, I think his name's Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Monkey Mike. Yeah, Monkey Mike. Hey, Monkey Mike, uh, thanks thanks for sticking it out. I, I'm sure uh, he's, he's made the offer, I think, to jab back at us. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe someday we'll give him the opportunity. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, teacher tip of the week. Uh, this is another uh, kind of education uh, community. You know, it's a, uh, uh, well, the site is edweb, E-D-W-E-B dot net. And uh, I think I covered uh, web 2.0 a couple of weeks ago. It was very similar. It's an education community site. Uh, there's uh, edweb is a little bit cleaner. Um, uh, it kind of has a cleaner look and feel. Um, I'm not sure if it's as extensive as web2.0.com, but it, it just seems to be a little bit more slightly professional, maybe geared more towards, uh, the administrative side, although there's a ton of teachers that I saw on there. Um, of course, I joined these things, uh, in an effort to kind of drum up business for our show, you know, get, uh, guests and Sean has an account on every service known to man. 
he has yeah. accounts that he doesn't remember he has, and he'll go back to sign up for it, and they'll say, oh, you already have an account. Yeah, you've already got one. Oh, uh, send me my password. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, and certainly sites like this are great if you're – really, if you're in education at all. So if you're a tech weenie, uh, there's – EdWeb has a group for that, and it's got a ton of groups. Uh, so you can go in and join groups. Uh, I noticed that uh, – Speaking of tech weenies, that's one of the groups I created on the website. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah, that a was a good one. Group. <laughs> so uh, this, uh, I noticed that actual school districts created their own groups in EdWeb.net. Uh, so they were kind of going for a lot like what we had already talked about with BuddyPress is they were looking for that functionality. And what they did is they set up an edweb.net account and uh, created their own private group within it. Uh, so it, like a lot of sites nowadays, uh, is uh, kind of building its own little community. Uh, you know, I guess we're just following suit there. Um, but it does that. You can post your own blog and uh, share documents, photo albums, shared calendars, wikis, live chat, uh, create polls and post links and videos and, and on and on and on. So, uh, you know, not necessarily anything real unique there. It's just another community that if you want to really get in, uh, you know, find out what people are doing, share notes, things of that nature, uh, you can go and sign up and, and get on there. You can find me there. Uh, All right. So edweb.net. And I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, again, we've talked about our website a lot, but I'll mention again, find us at thetightwadtech.com. And as of this morning, you can now find us at facebook.com slash thetightwadtech. Ah, yes. I would love to say that's because our listeners came out in, in droves. Don't, don't tell and, them. <laughs> and finally, we, we reached the hump and we're now so huge that they had to get us. But no, uh, Facebook lowered their standards. Um, yeah. It used to be had 100 followers and now it's 25 and we've got like 56 i like to believe um, that that was because of us yeah they, they you saw can that whatever we, you want yeah, we were trying to get there they really felt that we should be able to have our own yeah yeah, yeah you would think that <laughs> wouldn't you but the important yeah, thing I is do have an ego. Yeah. you can now find us at facebook.com slash the tightwad tech you can find us at the tightwadtech.com or we're at the tightwad tech on twitter and so there you go. Please be a part of our community. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already a part of our community. We would just like to know about it. And we know, we know that you have something to share. Nobody has nothing to share. Everybody has something that can benefit somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. So we look forward to seeing you there. And uh, for now, this is Mark saying go Cowboys. And Sean signing off. <laughs>